Right. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Live from the Living Room. I'm your wonderful friend. <laughs> wonderful friend. What a way to suck your own dick, Mark. I didn't want to say host because you got I got like, really pissed you off. You got really you. pissed off that I called myself a host. So I just said friend. Uh, <laughs> I mean, am I not a wonderful friend? I mean, sure. That sure. did not sound <laughs> Right. It's, I need uh, to reevaluate my friendships, I see. I'm not going to lie to you. That's not how we started the last two episodes. It's, uh, you know who it is. It's your favourite dynamic duo. It's, but I think it's good to switch it up. Nah. Like from, no? No. You don't we're, think so? We're everybody's favourite dynamic duo. Okay. We need to highlight that at the start of every episode so that people don't forget. Let me restart then. Hello there, dear listener. This is Life from the Living Room with your favourite dynamic duo. Yes, much better. I like it. So how about we jump straight into our massive list of uh, of topics that we have ready yeah. to talk about. Cause okay, what do, what do you want? Should we just start with the, the one that is like a follow-up from last episode? The Apple Podcast stuff. Yes, Because I think it will be a, a, quick, yeah. a quick one. Yep. Right, so as I mentioned last episode, we had issues with Getting our podcast onto the Apple Podcast. Uh, because Apple is shit. Yes. So, however, ironically, that first episode, even that episode that we complained, it's actually available on Apple Podcasts by is, the time this airs, which, which is, is hilarious. Funny. But Guess what, everybody? You get to listen to us talk shit about Apple Podcast on Apple Podcast. Yes. So, anyway... um. After we recorded our last episode, I uh, went up and sorted out Apple Podcast. I managed to add my payment details finally to that platform. And then I got this other error message that said, Oh, you can't add your podcast until you need to, uh, until you accept the terms and conditions for Apple Media. And I was like, that makes sense because it's a podcast, you need to accept, right? How do I do that? Now, I Google this and apparently the only way to do this is by downloading and setting up an iTunes account. Really? Why is that so obsessive? I have to download iTunes on my PC, (laughs) log in with my Apple ID, and then accept all the terms and conditions... And had to re-add my payment information. Re-add it, really? Yes, and no, it was again excessive. giving me errors that that payment information is not valid. I was suffering with it for like thirty minutes, Ugh. and then I managed, and then finally our podcast is on Apple Podcast. But I mean, realistically, I don't think anyone's gonna listen to that. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. Well, maybe maybe someone will. And maybe guess someone what? will. To that that person on apple podcast that one person uh you are the reason why we hate you no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) so Um, yeah uh, i just had like this very bad experience with apple um i mean i'm sure it's difficult difficult different for others but yeah i mean for us it wasn't a it might be easier for people who have an Apple product. Oh, yeah, like, right? let, let me be clear. I was doing this from a Windows PC. Yeah. I'd never use Apple products. I only made an Apple ID because we needed to distribute the podcast. Yeah. So, so yeah. 
so yeah, so now we're on Apple Podcast. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, you can Hallelujah. follow us there as well. Please, if you already listened to all of our episodes, listen to it again on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, so that uh, we get more analytics, and also so that it doesn't feel like we wasted our our time trying to get that sorted. <laughs> um. So yeah, Apple Podcast. Uh, it's there. It's working. Um. So that's cool. I feel like I want to also um do like talk about the Joel Isett thing. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I talked about it in the last episode yeah. with uh, Joel Isett like shredding ten grand. Uh, so he did. He did a follow-up video from that one. Like literally a day after. Yeah, right, literally it. a day after we recorded. Uh, so for context, our last episode was recorded on Sunday. Two days ago. Which was two days ago, uh, and now it's Tuesday, and we are recording the next episode. So literally on Monday, I think it was on Monday. Uh, he it was either Sunday. Yeah, evening. no, it was, no, it was yeah, yesterday. It was, yeah. It was cool. yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday, he he did another video where he basically said um, that it was an empty threat designed to get people talking. It definitely got us. It talking. definitely got us talking. Uh, and he basically said he kind of joked. He said, "In a way, this is a quote from Joel Isaac. He said, "In a way, it was like your deal with Qatar, David." Total rubbish from the start. <laughs> uh, I like that. That's brilliant. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like brilliant. That. But yeah, he basically said that he would never destroy the re- them, destroy real money. That he would never be so irresponsible. And that the reality is that um, as soon as the first video was uploaded, the ten grand was actually already donated to all the charities that he said oh, he was going nice. to donate it to. So the reality is that like everybody's a winner. Joe Lysa got everybody talking and uh, David Beckham is still a cunt. Um, so now Fair we enough. know that. that. Now we know that. That's, um... Fair enough. Speaking of football, the World Cup is on and it had a very interesting start. Literally yeah. the first three days of the World Cup starting, Qatar on their opening match lost 2-0. Thing, I think I, I'm not sure I don't really follow it that much I don't follow it um, but I found it hilarious because I love to read the news articles that basically say that at half time like just the Qatari it's, it's Qatari right that's I, the I, description I, I, of the people of Qatar so. right I think so the Qatari uh, correct me if I'm wrong I'm just gonna say the fans of the Qatar football club uh basically it's not club but like the football team yeah, yeah that's it football team uh they were basically leaving at half time because there was such a poor performance from them the funny part was the the team that qatar lost to uh they were sat on at the stadium shouting we want beer we want beer serve us beer um, which in I like think Spanish, is... I think it was one of the uh, Southern American nations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's hilarious. I loved it. And then followed on from that one, Argentina lost to two one to Saudi Arabia. Yes, and I mean uh, also England beat Iran for six right. two. It's like <laughs> it's insane. This whole like this whole start of the of the football situation is crazy like there are so many like situations Weird that things, you don't yeah. expect i mean messi scored in like the 10th minute yeah and then 
in the 48th and 53rd minute, Saudi Arabia just, like, chucked two footballs in and, like, got a goal. I mean, that's insane. And then today, Poland played... Nil-nil? Uh, Zero-zero. Like, that was really... I mean, they played really well. There were a couple of situations where, like, I was like, mm, the ref should have probably... Fair enough. Blow their whistle a couple of times. There was a yellow card in there. That was kind of exciting. Um, <laughs> like, Again, I don't mm. watch football, but I mean, I'm not don't follow football. I watch football as a social activity, very very occasion. Yeah, like with with people. Uh, I wouldn't turn on football by myself. Yeah, no, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, no. Like I, I, I'm well informed of the Hungarian teams, like progress. And I usually being informed about like, oh, we just lost to this people. Right. We just lost to that, like that country. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I know stuff about the World Cup is just because my boyfriend watches and follows, <laughs> and then proceeds to like talk to me. I, about I just it. get the, the push um, notifications when there's like something dramatic happens. Such yeah, as, like, yeah, 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 like the, the oh my god, beer. yeah, or like oh my god, Qatar lost, which is hilarious, or like. Argentina lost, which is insane. You know what's also like, messy, hilarious? Right? <laughs> I think I sent this meme into our like flatmate group, but I just love the fact that the design. I'm not sure if that's a concept design of the actual stadium, but if you look at it, the road that goes to the stadium looks like a massive can opener, a beer opener. Oh yeah, you did. You sent that to us. I yeah, I found it really funny that is really funny considering <laughs> that they don't serve beer in the stadium um so yeah so enough of football we yeah i mean we got we're not football fans so. yeah uh but those were those were highlights i mean we'll probably talk about a couple more highlights in like the next episodes yeah as they follow on probably but uh yeah i don't think we should dwell on it too long we dwelled on it too long last time yeah we did we did right what do you want to talk about next um, you know what we haven't talked about for like a while? We didn't talk about the fact that we went to the Christmas market. That's true, we did. We live in the UK and the UK does Christmas markets as I think any other city does. Uh, most most, uh, most countries also do. that celebrate Christmas do Christmas Any, markets. Anyway. Christmas markets are great. I mean, it's... They're overpriced. They're overpriced, it's, but it's a, it's a vibe that you go there It is, it is. It was 100%. I, I, for the first time in a while, I felt that this Christmas market in this city was, like, back to its, like, like pre-COVID Pre-COVID, right. Right? Because, yeah. like, I was... Because during COVID, I don't think there was a Christmas market. Or if that was, if it was very minimal. I don't I don't remember. think they did. I don't think they did. Cause I know lockdown, they did one last year. They did one last year. And, and was, that one was... Uh... That was, like, very meh. Like, I was out, and it was, like, really small. Like school, small scale compared to what it was before. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah. then, but then this this year, I feel, I feel it was like a really good like just general vibe. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, obviously every Christmas market always is overpriced, <laughs> but the vibe was nice. Like yes, it was. It was. It was. It made you feel really Christmassy. I don't know if you got that as well. Like obviously every Christmas market's idea is to feel Christmassy. Yeah. But it really, like, made it Christmas. And, like, you know what? I, I just liked the random, unscheduled street performers. Yeah. Like, those drummers. That was so good. I got it on record. Like, yeah, the drummers were really cool. They did a good performance. Then there was, like, a dragon that they walked out with. 
um yeah no that was it was good i don't think it's a regular i think we just got lucky i think we were going really lucky like those yeah. just for the audience those drummers they were like dressed up in like all white from like like basically toe to like head from head to toe head right i'm sorry yeah i'm not british yeah i know <laughs> that's why we like to bully you sometimes yes people bully me plenty in this episode yeah um uh, anyway so they were like in white from head to toe and they were like they had on their full body rgb lighting yeah they looked was really so cool good. and it was like i think they used dried eyes right or didn't they no they had um they had uh, like a a fog machine uh, like no it was like a smoke machine smoke machine that yeah. one yeah they had that because yeah. the guy in front was like throwing smoke at them. yeah but it was, it was nice. So they looked really nice. They looked really good, yeah. The whole, like, drumming situation was really cool. They were, like, walking through the Christmas market. It was... Yeah, it was it was nice. It was a nice little touch. Uh, we obviously got ourselves um, a mulled wine. Um, yeah, that, that was actually quite, quite pleasant. I really enjoyed that. To be fair, that is the only thing I enjoy about Christmas markets ever. Like, See, just I go like, to the Christmas like, market for a mulled wine. I and like... That's it. A good chimney cake but they can't make that good ones in england no opinion. i don't think they make good ones like, in england i yeah. feel that the one i can get back home just insanely better yeah and it's not as popular as well here i think i don't think so i think it's That's more really of like though. a europe but like the, the eastern the, the big part of europe a big part you mean right Continental Europe. Right, that's the word. That's the word, yeah. Yeah, like I feel like it's more of that kind of part of Europe's vibe with the chimney cakes because they're really popular in Poland, they're popular in Germany, they're popular Italy, in Hungary, in Hungary Czech, yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, you Czech can get Poland. even like um, multiple versions, but they twist like an ice cream, co- um, ice cream cone. Right. They put ice cream in it. Yeah, I've seen that's that. That's really cool. Yeah, so I think it's more of like a Central Europe thing, but I agree, chimney cakes. Insane. They, they slap. slap. They do. They really <laughs> slap. I like the ones with uh, with sugar and cinnamon on them. Ah, well, but that the, is my favorite. Yeah. Like, yeah, sugar and cinnamon, hands down. Yeah, but obviously I don't eat uh, any of the like the nut or like peanut me and stuff. It's it's for me. It's because whenever I went, I was with my sister. My sister has a nut allergy. Yeah, so, so like it was, it was like an obvious no no. Like we couldn't. Yeah. Right. So like cinnamon was became like the the decent the, the one, but like uh, but it's just my superior. brother my brother likes the cocoa powder one. Oh, I'm no, not a no, fan. That's, no. that's not that doesn't doesn't match as well. Poland, uh, there's this one place that I like to get my chimney cakes from, and um, they do sprinkles on nice. them, and they're surprisingly nice, hmm. um, but realistically like sugar and like cinnamon or like cinnamon sugar like that's it that's where it is you know yeah because it's so basic but yet so like nice in itself it is is. but uh there were no chimney cakes in the christmas market there were no that that would they they did not look good oh yeah they they were but they did not look good like there were no good-looking chimney cakes. Right. So, uh, so instead, instead, we op- opted for waffles, I think. We got waffles, yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell us what, what right. your opinion so was on the waffles? Right, so some of us got waffles, some of us got, uh, was it Danish? Dutch, 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 Dutch mini pancakes. Yeah. 
So Dutch Minute pancakes look like ten like mini like literally like no longer than like a circle that you can make with your thumb and your index finger, right? Yeah, like an okay. An okay uh size. Okay okay size uh pancake. And then like ten of those, like you're tiny and you pull like whatever you want, there's like topping on it. Yeah. Or you can get uh Dutch sugar waffle waffle. Yeah. Right? So I go, I'm like, okay, I want to. Sure, why not? She showed the size of the Dutch waffle. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that is really small. It is really small. I can eat like a massive waffle in one go. These really small waffles seem a little counter counterproductive, yeah. right? Yeah. So I also got two. Yeah, I got two. And then they take it out from the... The waffle maker. The, the waffle maker, yeah. Well, to be fair, like, you know, like, these are not even fresh waffles. No, no, no. They were, like, reheating them in the waffle maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I think they they didn't have such demand for waffles as for me. Because they were making many pancakes fresh. Like, we saw them make them, right? Yeah, that's true. So we should, realistically, we should have went with that. We should have, yeah. But, so, what they did is, first they put, did they put the sugar on first? After, and after the, like, I got Nutella they, ones. They reheated it first. Yeah, they reheated it. Then they put sugar on it. Yeah. And, and then, then they whatever topping you wanted. Yeah. So I got the Nutella ones with sugar. And it was so sweet. Like, I tried, I ate one and I couldn't eat a second one. Like, I'm, I know it sounds like a very first world problem where we talk about, like, oh, the waffle was too sweet. No, like, but it was like, like, it made you nauseous. It did. With how sweet it was. It was unnecessary. I mean, I got pistachio sauce on mine. And I was thinking that that was going to be my my safe bet, right? Because I was like, well, I don't know. Chocolate sounds really sweet. Yeah. Well, they, like, they, had no, cho- they had chocolate sauce. But I opted with Nutella. Right. Yes. And they had, like, they had Nutella, they had chocolate sauce, then they had caramel sauce... And, like, I'm not a yeah. type of person to enjoy really sweet things. So I thought, pistachio, well, yeah. pistachio, I mean, surely can't be the most sweetest thing ever. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that pistachio was sweeter than Nutella. Jesus Christ. It just, Honestly. It Jesus tasted Christ. just like processed sugar and nothing like pistachios. You know what I think? The problem was, I think that the waffles itself were really sweet, really full of sugar. Yeah, for sure. Like, just plain to plain waffles. And then they put sugar on top of that. And then they put for you pistachio from your Nutella. I could barely taste the Nutella. Yeah, no, I, I could taste the sauce. But it was, like, I was anticipating the taste of pistachios. Yeah. Because I really enjoy pistachios. And, nope, I, I just got sugar. That's all it was. And then I got another one which was like uh, popping candy in it. And I anticipated that one to be like popping candy in like powdered form. Yeah. But it was a sauce and it threw me off. Uh, the pink one. Oh, the pink one. Right. Yeah. And it threw me off because it was it was a, a sickling sauce. Oh, God. With like pieces of like popping oh God. candy in it. Oh, God. So it had a crunch, but also it was this, the most disgusting thing ever. It imagine. tasted processed. It tasted awful. Yeah. So it was I, so sweet. I think I had like four bites of both. 
to like try right. both, and then I I left the rest. I yeah, was I like, mean, I physically cannot. Eight. Flatmate number four, who by the way gave his permission to say his name on the podcast. So, Akash. Fair enough. I didn't even ask my boyfriend if I can talk about him. I just. No, it's okay. I feel we don't, weird. We don't, we don't say his name. We don't know. We we can say now Akash's name. Akash gave me his formal consent to say his name on the podcast. Formal consent? Did you write it down though? Did you get a formal written consent? No, it was a formal verbal consent. Those don't hold. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna after this after we record this, I'm gonna make him like write it down that yes, I consent. Cool. Cool. No, so, he okay, said. So to be fair, to be fair, what he said is he consents because he wants to be on the podcast at one point. Fair enough. So okay, so what what did Akash I, say? I, so I gave one of my halves to Akash because I was like, I can't eat this. Like, yeah. Do you want it? I'm gonna throw it away. And he ate it, and he was like, it was not bad. I don't. Understand. But I don't understand. It was so sweet. It was honestly, it was, it was disgusting. Unedible. Yeah. Um, it was actually unedible. Right. Yeah. And surprisingly, you didn't eat it passionately. I did not. Which is uh, a running theme with Mark. Uh, I'm a passionate person. Predominantly with apples. Um, you. I don't understand. I eat apples like a normal person. No, that I is not what a normal what person eats. Normal people don't eat is apples. Is this going like to be a this. segment? Like, because last episode we talked about, well, first episode we talked about my food run. Like, is this going to be like a recurring segment? Let's humiliate Mark. <laughs> No, I just, I really wanted to talk about that because I okay. think it's funny the way that you passionately eat your apples. Um, so the way that Mark, in order to visualize it for those people, because obviously our podcast is not a video podcast, so I can't really show you guys, but Mark essentially almost throws his head at the apple <laughs> when he goes for a bite in order to get the biggest bite he can get. <laughs> so now visualize open mouth teeth out and then wanting to headbutt the apple with your face uh, and then because obviously there's that whole memento of your face going towards the apple your hand also is going towards your face I feel like if one day you forgot to open your mouth you would definitely hit yourself in the face no, if you forgot to open your... Yeah, if you forgot to open your mouth, one day, apple straight in the face, broken nose, for sure. Um, but yeah, so then, like, hand moves towards face, face moves towards apple, mouth open, teeth ready, and then you just, like, dramatically take the biggest bite. I don't take the biggest oh, bite no, you I do. can take. You do. I can take a bigger bite. That is surprising, considering how dramatic the biting processes uh, it's not that dramatic and then once you like chew it you like go back to normal people chewing like you're normal from then it's the whole process of like taking the initial bite that you literally go like <laughs> like like you move there's there's this whole like thing and it's it's brilliant i'm not gonna lie to you uh i really hope that when you have a, a girlfriend that you eat her out as passionately as you eat apples because if you don't, then that's going to be really depressing. And what a wasted skill, you know? <laughs> um, so Fair enough. That's... It was just because it segued nicely from waffles to, <laughs> to, you, to you eating fair passionately. Enough. I mean, to be fair, I have, we have quite a lot of topics today about me. 
don't we? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if our listeners have heard. Um, I I'm don't trying know. really, really, really hard. I know you are. I don't know how well Mark is, is uh, getting rid of this when he, like... I'm on mic. When you're... No, I mean, like, I don't know how well you managed to, like, edit this. I don't... No, I can't. Can't really. Fair enough. Okay, well then, hello, listeners. Um, can we please all, as a collective group, agree that Mark breathes so heavily that it's ridiculous? And also, we should probably do like a 10 minute ASMR just of Mark breathing. Um, in addition to that, uh, my boyfriend today said something along the lines of Mark breathes like Darth Vader. Like, right, right. I did a big. I'm sure this very, very audible in the microphone. Yeah. I just basically took a very deep breath. I don't know why, because I felt like I needed a deep breath. Sometimes you just need to take a deeper breath, and that's fine. That's fine. And then, like, apparently, I was like, "Oh, he sounds like Darth Vader," and I'm like, "What the hell?" Like, I don't think I am. Did I? You did a little. It's That's so sad. I think it's... I don't know what it is. It's... It just sometimes sounds like... I'm dying. Like you're dying. Yeah. yeah and it's... I know. It's a little concerning. Uh, you're heavy breathing. I think it's... It's a nice little quality of yours. Um, it would annoy the fuck out of me <laughs> if you were my boyfriend. Because I'm... I'm overly sensitive to people's heavy breathing. Like, in a quiet room, if I can hear your breathing, then I instantly want to murder you. Uh, it's just how it's always been with me. I, I mean, At least, I, I think you mentioned, you guys, or everybody in the flat, that you guys can hear me snore as well. Yeah, that's true. You're like, a really, really loud snorer. Like, I don't think it's that loud. Like, you guys are think exaggerate. You guys say that you can hear it a floor down. Oh no, you know what? Um, I'm going to record you next time so you can actually hear how loud it is. Oh god. I don't no, believe like, you. We can genuinely... I can imagine that you guys might hear it in front of my door. I can hear it in my bedroom. No. No way. Honestly, Mark. Honest. I can hear your snoring in my bedroom. I'll record it next time. Okay. And like, I'll play it to you. You genuinely have a really loud snore, which is surprising considering that you're a light sleeper. <laughs> um, okay, right. That's actually quite funny because if I start to snore before I fully fall asleep, I wake myself up. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> but if I if fall, fall asleep and I start snoring, I'm okay. Oh, that's surprising. Honestly, very surprising. You're like you're really you're really loud. Like you're a really loud snorer. I wouldn't say it's like a the worst thing I've ever heard. Like I think my dad snores worse. See, the, the, but it's loud. You no, know, the reason I'm surprised is because I'm not sure why it's called in English. It's um, a part like a, a thing that they can move. It's like I'm just gonna Google it. Tonsillitis, maybe. Maybe like your tonsils. Maybe one second. Uh, yeah, just go. By the way, continue on with the story. I'll just go. I don't know what okay. to continue on with. Uh, the heavy breathing. The heavy breathing. I mean, you are a heavy breather, which is surprising considering that you're a light sleeper. Um, like, we had an experience where 
a blender exploded in the middle of the night because <laughs> I forgot about it for like three days uh, and I had like yeah, juice tonsils. in it. Tonsils. Yeah, it's tonsils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my tonsils, like you have two, right? Yeah, you have the ones in your throat and then you have the, the nasal ones. Yeah, yeah, the nasal ones. They took out my nasal ones. I don't have nasal ones either. And I, can st- I still snore. Yeah, because they don't do anything to your Apparently snoring. they took it out because I was snoring. Yeah, uh, they don't impact your snoring. Right, that one, that one thinks that I have to do that surgery. Cool. They they remove tonsils not for snoring purposes, but more for oops, more for like if you're ill a lot. So if you constantly had like nasal issues, then they would have probably looked into oh maybe if we remove your tonsils then. Maybe that will help. Interesting, because I had, like, again, I don't know, like, what I realize now is I don't know the names of diseases in English. I haven't really been sick in England so far. So. That's fair enough. Look at you. Uh, but um, it's when your throat hurts. It's like a throat ache, but, like, you have, like, a high temperature, and, like, you have to take antibiotics. Tonsillitis. Is it actually tonsillitis? Yeah. Right. I had that with my throat. Like, I don't know, like, year, for, like, years. Uh, like, every year in school, for, like, three times a year. That's And they never surpri- removed my throat That's surprisingly one. that they didn't they take never, they never, They never removed my throat one. My, uh, my tonsil, like, one of them is const- always just enlarged. It's, like, really big. Like, I can literally feel it. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost, like, sticking out of my neck. Uh, and my, I've n- never had tonsillitis like in my throat i used to have like nasal issues like always like problematic up nose but throat i'd be fine um and they literally said like oh yeah like we're not gonna do anything about your enlarged tonsil but when i do get ill and like i get a sore throat yeah and like it, it not like tonsillitis but like i'm ill and i have a sore throat yeah yeah, yeah. And my tonsils get enlarged because I'm ill. I sometimes can't breathe properly because they literally block my airway because it's already so big. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, but the UK doesn't do shit. So, (laughs) yay, NHS. No, no hate because they might hear it. And then I have a lot of procedures that they need to sort out for me. So I love the NHS. Oh, you're going to work there. (laughs) And I'm going to work there. So I love the NHS. (laughs) Don't yeah. prematurely fire me before I even get a job. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm a heavy breather because I'm a bit chubby. Yeah, but and that's why bit... we became gym buddies. Yeah, that is why we came, became gym buddies. Well, we started like yesterday. yesterday. That's true. Yesterday, but I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, it was fun yesterday. We like went. We obviously like don't work out together together. But yeah. like it's an incentive because like if I'm like I don't like my previous gym was ha- half an hour cycling away and it's not about the time I was cycling it's more like in the city we live and in the country we live rain is like every day yeah so like you can never know like you can cycle in like and it's brilliant weather and then you come out from the gym and it's pouring yeah right so then, I had this issue last year when I was cycling home from the gym, and I was in a hailstorm. 
Not to mention that now it like gets dark really It's quickly. really dark and I don't have a reflective jacket. Yeah. So it's very dark and I have like dark gym clothes as well. So like when I cycle, I have to go on like sidewalks. I don't think the roads, we don't have bike roads up to a house. Yeah. So I have to take like the big main roads and I honestly don't want them. So anyway, I moved to a closed gym. Because I never left my never left the house to yeah, go, to, the, the, go to this like far away gym. Yeah, because your incentive to stay with that one was that it's really close to your work. It was really it's literally next door to where I work. Yeah, but because you don't go into the office, you work from home. Yeah. Then it obviously became pointless like, to go to that gym. Yeah, it did. Um. So instead, plus you I mean the other inter- incentive was I had my personal trainer there, but. I haven't had a le- like a, a session with him since July, so yeah, and, and his price went up. He's no, he's not. Well, his price was always this much, but oh, fair enough. I had the student discount. Oh right, yeah. And well, no, you don't and have even that. with that, it was thirty something pounds a session. Mm, damn. And then, but while student, I didn't have to pay for rent and stuff bills. Right. Right. Now you do. So now, now I do, and now I can't up. really afford it. My own initial personal trainer in the UK was £25 an hour. Not bad. And that was the best I found so far. Because mm. the one I had back at home was literally 8 quid an hour. And that was really nice. But yeah, so now we're gym buddies. Uh, we go together. Yeah, because it gives both incentive to leave the house. Yeah, and I don't really enjoy gymming by myself. Me neither. Like, if like I... Like, we have the occasional chats. Yeah, we have the occasional chats. Like, sometimes I might, like, do a workout with you. Or, like, or yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter. But, like, at least I know that I'm, like, with somebody. And it makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Then, like, being alone. There's just... I just don't... I don't find that enjoyable. Like, I find that so I'm a so very boring. social person. I. That's why I like we've had the personal trainer, right? Because... I think that the most benefit of the personal trainer for me was I was able to talk to somebody. Like, yeah, I was not alone. I had, first of all, an instructor who taught me how to use the equipment. Yeah. So right now, technically, I know how to use everything, right? Yeah. Second of all, I was not alone. And that was really, really important for me. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I never had a personal trainer, but I, I like found this like website with this um like training process programs that they have. Right. Uh, and I paid for one like ages ago, like before our trip to Turkey, uh, and I did that for a while. Um, but it was going to the gym by myself, and I very quickly lost motivation. Yeah. Like, I, like that's that's the thing is I I went I went down to the gym, and I'm like, oh like yesterday we have been there for like an hour and a half. Yeah, we I were think. there for a while. And like honestly, if it wasn't about getting back to the back home for like eating food, yeah, because like, we didn't have dinner. At that because point, we didn't yeah. have dinner before, I would have been like I'm okay for another half. Yeah, I mean me too. Because I honestly was like. I was just getting into the full, like, 
like upper body part. Yeah. Like doing arms. Yeah, I mean, me too. Um, I would have totally like stayed for longer. I wasn't that bothered. Um, but obviously, I was also a little hungry. So. To be fair, yeah. The, so the, I didn't feel hunger during workout. You know when I started feeling hunger, when we got into the Uber. Fair enough. Like no, that's I, when I was like. I, started getting hungry in like the last like as soon as the conversation of food appeared on my phone i was like i didn't think about food up until that moment now that i'm like thinking about food and talking about it i'm getting a little hungry like obviously psychological um but i wasn't like i wasn't really bothered the moment i was bothered was when i came out of the gym and i was waiting for you to get changed I'm sorry. And I was like standing there and at that point I was like, oh, actually, now I'm a little, like, I'm a little hungry. I'm glad we're going home. Um, but I could have totally like worked out for another like hour even. Um, yeah, like, because I was, was okay. all right. I enjoyed it. Was okay, it was okay, yeah. Yeah. So, gym buddies. Plus it's a nice, nice gym, yeah. It is a nice gym. They like, yeah. they've, they've got some nice little like things in there. I don't know if you did the treadmill, but the treadmill you can like. Uh, I see you can watch Netflix on it? Yeah. Yeah. YouTube, TV, Netflix. You can put your music on it. It's insane. The treadmill, the elliptical, the bike. All of them have the same thing. It's brilliant. See, I... See, when I do t- treadmill, right? I have this thing where my, where my previous trainer used to do with me was... Turn off the treadmill, like, pull the emergency stop. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you are the treadmill. And I was like, excuse me? You're going to go and you're going to start running on this and you're going to push the treadmill yourself. So there's not going to be an electronic, like a mechanism to like, you know, pull the treadmill. Mm -hmm. I have to push it myself. There's a treadmill like that. It's the the, the one that's like lightly curved. Yeah, the lightly curved. Yeah. So like but he did it with did it with me. Like he put it up like quite inclined Mm -hmm. and he was like, push it. Right. And then it was like, push it for half a minute. And then get off and then jump up to like a, uh, what is it, like a bench? Uh-huh. Awful. Like jump up, up, down, up, down. It was a very, very tiring cardio exercise. I can imagine. I can imagine. That's why I don't have a... See, my thing with like having like a coach while you work out to me is demotivating more right because i don't really enjoy people pushing me past my limits see that that that, that was the like thing, right? i know what my limit is i don't need you to test it you know right so, so like if know, that, I... that was the great thing with uh, my pre like so at first okay so i had three personal trainers in my life one in hungary the one in hungary he was the first one so he obviously needed to test how much i can do yeah. And then once he knew sort of my limit, we basically pushed it a little bit, like for 10 minutes in a one hour session mm-hmm. in total, but it didn't, it wasn't continuous. So it went, whenever we went on the machine, we did most with my limit. And then the last set, like the last 12, we were like, okay, how about we drive an extra 10 kilos or an extra five kilos or something like that. Right. Which makes sense. It was like, and, and I didn't have to actually finish the full 12. It was like, as long as you can do eight, that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, my other one, the the one after, the one in the UK, the first one in the UK. It was a bit of uh, a cycle, Sorry. according to my like most recent one. So he he's he told my most recent one told me I told him what sort of tasks we were doing, and he was like, he did not like you. Fair enough. <laughs> he was like, or he was never in a good mood. Um, the thing is, uh, we were doing. Uh, like, with, with him, it was, like, quite frequent that I was, like, I came home, like, I'm dead. I'm going to collapse. Right. And stuff. But with this most recent one, he has been by far the nicest one. So, he he saw where my limit was and he went, this is your limit. We're not going to go above it. Yeah, because you and know And then he yourself. knew my limit. And then he, he very occasionally asked, do you want to go a bit more yeah. uh, heavier or a bit more, like, challenging? But then he, basically because he built this trust that he's not going to push my limits, I naturally brought it up that, hey, I think I can do more. Yeah, that's how it should be. Like, And he was a really good trainer. Like, he was a really good trainer. The problem is he's very expensive. Yeah, like, like 40, I remember... 40, 45 pounds an hour. Oh, God, no. I remember my mum, she, she had a personal trainer for a while. And... Uh, her personal trainer was kind of like the second one of yours where my mum knows her limits. I mean, she's 50 years old. Uh, she obviously knows how much she can do. Yeah. And she's got like a lot of health-related issues like her, her knees aren't perfect anymore. They never really were. So she used to get like injections in her knee cap yeah. to like put the gel with where the joints yeah, yeah, are yeah. and stuff because she doesn't have that gel naturally. Um, so my mum obviously automatically kind of needs to be careful on like treadmills, bikes, squats. Like she needs to yeah. watch her knee. Um, so if my mum says, no, actually, this is my limit. That's her limit. Like yeah. that's it. Don't push it further because you can just injure her more. And then yeah. what's the point of going to the gym, right? Exactly. And like my mum, she used to come home every time after the gym and she used to just be like, I hate it because I'm being pushed more than I should be. Right. And I don't find that motivating. I don't find that enjoyable. I'm being more demotivated because now I don't want to go to the gym because I'm going to come home and I don't feel good. And yeah. like everything hurts. And obviously, sure, sometimes things need to hurt. Yeah, but, like I didn't stretch properly like, yesterday. Like, like my shoulders are like were hurting like the whole day, but it was okay. Like it yeah, wasn't like, like the last time it, I went to the gym. Sometimes it needs to hurt. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it needs to hurt. Sure, but like, if you know your limits, you know your limits. And like, my thing with like trainers, like gym trainers, is that like sometimes you get a good one. Sometimes you get one that just doesn't really listen to you. Yes. They're there to get the money. And that's kind of it. See. And like, I I also have like a lot of things going on. Like, I have a, I have issues with my back. So, I can't really do squats with weights. Right. I can do normal squats, but I probably, I shouldn't do squats with weights. Because of the curvature of my back, I can actually make it worse. Uh, and like I also have knee issues so I need to be careful with my knee and like sometimes people don't fully understand that like even my boyfriend he's like oh like go for a run 
go for a run and I'm like yeah that that would work for you but it doesn't work for me because I have I have knee issues so the whole time I'm running I have like extreme pain in my knee because I my knee isn't strong enough for running right so, so I can't really run yeah, yeah yeah I mean my sister has like something similar but for example because I'm as I said chubby I am very chubby at the moment when I first got to my this most recent personal trainer he explained to me that he's not gonna make me do jump squats anything jumping anything like that's heavy on my knees on my joints right because your knees and joints already need to carry your weight because yes and I am at very much risk with this weight on me injuring myself and doing more harm right than actually more good and I really respected this because I think it's like a really good mentality because it's like this is like jump squats are not the only thing you can do to lose weight like there are other activities yeah so yeah he, he went he, he, he did it like it was a fair play I think it was really fair play well speaking of you uh, being chubby I heard you got stuck in a toilet oh god right um <clears throat> So, my friends and I, uh, Akash, one of our flatmates, and again, a couple of other friends, we decided to do an ale trail. Now, if you don't know what an ale trail is, Google it. It's, well, I'm just no, going to explain talk, it anyway. We talked about it last week. Did we? Yeah, like, in the last episode, you said that you were going to, um, if people wanted to know what the, what the trail was. To oh, the, right, yeah, yeah, to, like, send me a message. Anyway, it's, we, we were doing, you know, just pub crawl. Yeah. And we get to, like, pub number five. And For context, uh, me and my boyfriend, we were invited, but we couldn't be bothered to go. Yeah, they just wanted a chill weekend. Um, but, no. It was too cold. The weather was <laughs> shit, and it gets dark really quickly. And yeah. all of those really demotivated me from going. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, anyway, we get to pub number five. I'm like, okay, we sit down. I was like, okay, I need to go to the toilet. I go to the toilet and I was like, oh, cool. So I close the door on me. And do my business. And I'm like, okay. How the hell do I get out of this? <laughs> so, okay. so the door is a push in. It has a little push plate, you know, right. that you can push in. To push in, to get into the, into the cubicle. Into the cubicle. Yes, into right, the cubicle. Right, right. The problem is, it should be a pool, right? Okay. In the inside, there's also a push plate. What? Yes. Okay. The only... I, I pushed it in, like, shut. Mm-hmm. And it got stuck. And the only thing I was able to grab onto was the small lock... And right, so like I don't have the... I don't have like strong fingers. I don't have a strong grip. Ladies, take notes. No, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you walked into that one. I did. I did. But the thing is, I was trying to grab the um, the tiny lock. The tiny lock. My hand was slippery as well. And you were drunk. It was. And I was very pop, drunk. I was very drunk. five at that point. So. I was very drunk. Um, and I was like, you know, that's just not worth it. So I ring my flatmate Akash. I was like, hey, man. I'm like, 
I know you're like, oh, they are technically on the other side of this wall. <laughs> like, literally. Could you, like, just go and push in the toilet door? Yeah. And he was like, sure. And they came here rushing. Well, like, Akash didn't, but, like, one of the friends is like, oh, my God, he must be, like, like, not feeling well. Like, well, he must be, like, feeling awful. Like, something must have happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's like, oh, cheers. And, like, the other guy was like, um... What the hell happened? I was like, oh, I was just like, I couldn't open the door. And he was like, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, that sums you up. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, like, most I mean, idiot moment. I do I do have quite a few of those, but I mean, I still take it uh, away as a good memory. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you made the awful mistake of taking Sambuca shots in like pub number one. And then I had milk for like a lot of milk. For breakfast. breakfast. I mean, you guys made so many mistakes on that ale trail. I was like... That vegan burger as well. I was watching on Instagram and I was like just showing like like my boyfriend going, <laughs> look, they're taking Sambuca shots. And he was looking at me like, why? And I was like, I would also like to know, why would you go to an ale trail and then proceed to take Sambuca shots, you so, fucking idiot? So what happened? In yeah. pub one, I would have understood like... <laughs> Pub seven. Okay, so what happened that was... Sambuca isn't even tasty. It tastes like fucking medicine. Yes, okay. So we go there. Pub number one. We get our beers. We are drinking the beers. And what happens is is this funny thing that... Oh, I said his name. It's fine. We'll just pretend we'll beep it out. Uh, we'll bleep it out. It's fine. Or you'll just, or just cut his name. I can, probably. Uh, that friend... Uh, Comes up and he's like, hey guys, they have this thing called the rainbow platter, which is, they have seven different flavors of Sambuca. And it's a roulette. Mm-hmm. So you don't know which is which, but you can because it's different color. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I can do it. Let's get the seven. Mm-hmm. We were six, the six of us, uh, and uh, I'm going to drink the one that's apple flavored, right? But only if I can drink that. And Akash was drinking the one that was chili flavored. Disgusting. Uh, he had two, by the way. Sure. He had he had a chili flavor and I think the licorice. Oh, that vile, <laughs> vile. Someone Disgusting. had someone had tropical, someone had banana. <laughs> that literally probably tastes like our English listeners are gonna know. There used to be this antibiotic that doctors used to give you, and it was like it was yellow, but it was like you know in like movies where like you get that fucking like radioactive green shit and it goes. <laughs> that was the color of the medicine. And it used to be like banana flavor. Oh god. Anything anything so, banana flavored is wild. So like banana like, flavored protein shakes are wild. Like now that you said that like the sambuca probably like was banana flavor, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would taste the sambuca flavor just to see if it tasted like that medicine. Because that medicine was like medicine flavor, but like banana. <laughs> and like sambuca is disgusting. And I would, it is. I can I don't like it. I can totally imagine like I don't like that's sambuca. what it tastes like. Like that was the thing and when I he brought it up, let's do the sambuca shots and I was like I mean yeah, you can. I'm not gonna. 
And was I like, judge everybody that drinks Sambuca. And he was like, oh, come on. And I was like, fine if you're buying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's free, like, everyone will drink it. But like, fine. Like, no. I, I was not happy with that. Like, I drank it. I was like, oh, it's not bad. I was like, oh, I take it back. It's after it is horrible. Yeah, it, like after it hits you, right? No, yeah. I was like, I needed to chase it down with beer. I was like, I can't do this. No, uh, I just... It oh, was bad. Disgusting. It was, I was bad. Like, it's vile. It was bad. So, um, yeah. Uh, after that, I mean... We, I didn't do more shots. I just did more beer. A lot more beer. So, by, by the time we got pub number five, I already had five pints in me. Nice. So, it should have been four. Because one at each. Yeah. But we missed the train. Fair enough. Uh, and then we decided... But we decided we didn't want to go with that train because... Some of us weren't finished with their pints. Mm-hmm. I was, but like sure. some of the girls who came with us were not finished. Fair enough. Girls take forever. Yes, they do. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we were drinking another half pint. Mm-hmm. So that's how I sort of like accumulated more pints all the time. Right, right. Oh, it was good. It was good off, good overall. Yeah, I mean, you came home early. I came home early. We dropped the trail early. Yeah. Obviously, the combination did not do well. I wouldn't have imagined it would. Especially that vegan burger. See, I did not like it. Wasn't it, it? When didn't you say it was blue? It was blue. That's really concerning. Like a, it's blue and also like not. Meat. It's just food coloring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but why would you put food coloring? Like, so I don't know. it was like vegan junk food. That was the name of the place. Okay. And I think. Because obviously you you went with a lot of Asians and Asians can't eat every single there was, meat. There was no meat option. There was no meat option. Yeah, but that's probably why you went to a vegan veggie place, no, no, right? No, 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 no. So this was right outside the pub. So last year we went to this exact same place. Right. And they had proper beef burgers and vegetarian options well, and fair stuff. Enough. And this year they only had vegan options. And I was a bit disappointed. I was like, you know what, but I'm really hungry. I probably should eat some. I'm going to try this vegan burger. Right. Because I was recommended that I try it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to get this barbecue vegan burger. You know what? Yeah. It's fine. And I was so drunk that at the time I said it's not half bad. Given what my stomach has been through, I'm pretty sure it was pretty bad. I think it's just the blue food colouring, to be honest. You think it's just the blue food colouring that, like, messed up my stomach? I think so. I Fair mean... I, I don't know. Our friend that is too far to love said that I have made my first step towards the dark side. Lol. Well, <laughs> to be honest... He has not made his first step to... Come back. To coming back, <laughs> yeah. He should. I mean, the way I see it is, you know what? Uh, he he said that you took your first step. Mm, I think that you took one step forward and then that three was, steps back, and then that like traumatized you a little, and then you were like peeing blue and pooping blue, and then you were like, I don't think I need that, and you took like three steps back, and honestly, I salute that because like hey, I, at least I tried. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, if there was no other option, then there was no other option. Yeah. Right. Um, we have a couple of more topics for you. Uh, what do you want to go on to? 
Um. Do you want to bring up my topic? Sure. The, the long one. Yeah, because that sounds really cool. Um, right. I want to. I want to hear about it. I didn't read the article okay. because I thought it would be more genuine if I didn't. Right. Also, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> right. So, I read this article just today, but the article came out four days ago. Okay. So what happened is, a Texas mom, uh-huh. who's a teacher, got basically convicted of child endangering, and threatened with jail for like Fuck. up to twenty years. Okay. By asking her eight-year-old son to walk home. So the whole story is, they were going home from school, I think, mm-hmm. and the eight-year-old son was throwing a tantrum. Okay. And. The parents, they know, like, this mother knew how to handle his uh, kid. Her he, kid. Her kid. Oh, God, again. Right, her kid. I think this should be a drinking game. It should. Right. Uh, anyway, her kid. And uh, she knew that, basically, the kid just needs to cool off. Mm-hmm. And then they can move on. Right. Right? So, half a mile before they got home... Half a mile, that's not long. No, yeah. In the neighborhood, they knew mm-hmm. where the kid usually cycles alone, unsupervised. Mm-hmm. He stops the car and then tells the she kid, she stops, stops the, car, the car, tells the kid, hey, get out, walk home. Mm-hmm. And then closes the door and she drives home. Okay. Now, I personally see nothing wrong with this. Well, obviously, it's not the best thing to do, but mm-hmm. the kid did need to cool off. And I understand how distracting a very... A, a child can be that throws a tantrum. I have a little brother who is eight years old and is like that when he's in the car. We went on a holiday this summer mm-hmm. with my dad. And when he was throwing a tantrum, my dad had a very hard time concentrating on driving. Yeah, no, like, kids... I can totally see... Kids that are having a tantrum are so, dangerous, so dangerous right? in a car. They are very, very dangerous in a car. So, mom drives home, and then, basically, a random woman mm-hmm. notices that she put out, dropped her kid out, mm-hmm. and the kid is walking. So, the woman called the police. Okay. So, the police goes, pick up, picks up the boy... Drives the boy to his home mm-hmm. and then talks to the mom. And then the mom explains the situation. The mom gets arrested. Okay. For child endangerment. And then they get someone from, uh, what is it, uh, social services to come. And mm-hmm. they basically this person is telling them that she's a bad parent. And then they had to agree to this thing where they couldn't see, couldn't be alone with the children. So, like, one of the grandmothers had to stay with them all times. Both oh, parents. Yeah. Because the dad supported the mom, obviously. Obviously. Right? So, the, one of the grandparents all, at all points had to be there. Like, the parents couldn't be alone with their children. Mad. Because social services believed that they were endangering it. And this, this mom, this, 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 this woman, was, like, a children pediatrician. Right. As well as a teacher. Right. She was working in a pediatric hospital, I think. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it was a peach, it was a pediatrician, but the whole point is like she was working with kids. Right. Right? So basically she got an attorney and they said that 
or the minimum they can put you away is two years. But if the judge really like believes that you did something really big, it can go up to 20 years in prison Mad. for this. And I just found this to be mind-boggling. So she caught a deal where she admitted wrongdoing. Okay. So she, she pleaded guilty. Yeah. And she had to do 65 days of community service. Oh, that's not too like bad. In, in like a, a children's clinic where she had to do cleaning and like renovating and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But she got barred from working with children ever. Mad. And she and her husband are like had to go through like therapy after this. They had to sell their house because it like the whole thing cost them so much. Mad. They're living in an, an in a a rent now, like a rental now. Mm-hmm. Like they're renting a property, and they're hoping that. They have a land which is like empty. Mm-hmm. And they're hoping that they can build a house there that has quite large outdoors. So when the kid misbehaves, they can just let it roam in the garden. Right. Right. And like they like, like they don't, they don't understand like what they did wrong. And honestly, not gonna lie to you. I feel that like sometimes like I understand children need to be protected now, and there are abusive parents, but. This was not child endangering. And especially, well, well, one part I left out, the police explained that, oh, there is like, in a nearby neighborhood, there is like underage children trafficking, mm-hmm. like sexual trafficking. Mm-hmm. And like, are you now, conf- would, you, would you have now sent your kid on this neighborhood? Knowing that they're, they're like, they're trafficking like underage people there. Right. And the mom said, yes. Like, I would have still done the same. Because I know this neighborhood. Right. Okay. I have I have some comments. Yes. I think that the parents are in the wrong. You think the parents are in the wrong? Yeah. Fair enough. I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, regardless of how well you know a neighborhood... A neighborhood. The reality is you probably don't. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, right? This kid is having a tantrum. You can literally know the neighborhood and, I don't know, someone might be driving past the neighborhood and kidnaps your kid, right? It can happen. There is a a psychopath on on the loose with a gun shoots your kid in the head. Yeah. Right? Your kid is so... Angry at the like world. This was, this was the main reasoning of child services. Like, your your child is so angry right now that the child walks in front of a car and gets run over and killed. I mean, regardless of how well you know the na- neighbourhood, things can happen that would be awful, right? Yeah. In addition to that, I mean, sure, half a mile isn't that long. And the kid probably would manage to walk that in like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. However, the mum should have got the kid out of that car and waited waited until the child calms down. I would have probably took the kid out of the car, told the kid to sit on the grass or sit on the pavement, calm down and close the the car and be like, you are getting in the car when you... when you, you calm down, you're you not know what? Like, if you that. want the child to walk, 
don't drive away. Don't drive away. Drive, drive really slowly next, next to, to them. It. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that the parents are right. I'm saying that it might have been a bit... Like, the fact is that she got in trouble for child endangerment. I mean... I think that's a bit too much. But I don't think I'm not, so. I don't think... Like, like, getting her barred from working with children, I think that's a, like... That's, like, shouldn't have happened. No. Uh, you know why I don't dis- why I don't agree because she didn't realize what she did wrong right she said that she if that knowing that there is child trafficking in the neighborhood next to them she would still do that right she would I, still I, how I, drop I, off the kid at least that's how I understood the article. right so for the purpose of the story right she said oh, well, there is child trafficking situations in the neighborhood next door. And I, I understand that. And guess what? I will, I would still do that. Therefore, she doesn't actually realize what she did wrong. And I don't know how I would feel like going to a pediatrician with my child knowing that my doctor doesn't realize right from wrong in addition to that i mean if i was in an abusive relationship right and my child is being abused and i go to see a pediatrician for basically the pediatrician to look at my child and go oh my god your child is being abused i'm gonna call someone about it to get you help right if my pediatrician doesn't realize right from wrong, doesn't realize child endanger- endangerment, right. like if I tell someone, I don't know, like if I tell someone, oh yeah, my husband or my partner uh, kicked my kid out of the car and drove off half an hour away from home. And like, I told someone that. Like everybody's response would be what the fuck why would he do that half an hour away from home right right i feel like so i feel like one of the like reasons like this I is would, reacted this way i'm not way gonna lie to you i wouldn't it's even an eight-year-old kid it would be a totally different case if it was a 14 year old if the kid was a teenager i would have been like doesn't matter it's fine right but it's still like but technically but child endangerment. i mean yeah but like you know, like, okay, 14-year-old, I mean... It's a bit more capable. Is it a, can, like... It's not as gullible as, like, an 8-year-old. Like, if, if basically... If, like, an 8-year-old a, a is a child. Like, yeah. an 8-year-old literally has just started school. school. Yeah. Realistically, like, proper school. They got thrown into... Not to mention, you said it was, like, what? Like, in Texas. In which Texas, is, yeah. Which is America. They have, like, guns. I'm not going to lie to you, I wouldn't even feel comfortable doing that in the UK with an eight-year-old child five minutes away from home. Not yeah. to mention half a mile. Like, not even at the end of the road. No. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm, like, no, I'm not, as like I said, I'm not I, saying that If this I is don't right. have eyes on my child at all times in that situation, then... I could not, I could not as a parent do that. I just, I don't understand why. And 
And I get, you know what? It is child endangerment. I mean, obviously she's not actually like endangering the child as in like she's not putting the child in it's it's more like in like a bad you know situation it's like but it, a bad situation can happen it's negligence that's the it's word. i would say it's negligence more. i would say I can, I can get behind negligence i can't really get behind child endangerment in a, in a full sense but then of again like an eight-year-old child isn't isn't old enough to realize yet hey listen you need to look left and right before you cross the road Hey, not everything is safe. Hey, you're supposed to just walk straight home and don't talk to strangers. Like an eight-year-old doesn't fully understand that, right? You can't really explain. Kids are kids. They will notice a friend on the other side of the road and they will just cross the road willy-nilly just because it was their friend. They're not even going to look to see if there's a a car car coming. And before you know it, your kid's hit by a car, right? I would say... Sure, it's it's negligence mainly, but it is child endangerment. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an eight-year-old child. You wouldn't do that to, like. Like I, but I, I would have, like honestly, I would have let off the mum with like, a very hefty fine. Like I've. No, I think the fact that she can't practice her work with children is, a very good response. I don't know. Not even because it teaches the mother a lesson. Because it does. I mean, it did ruin her whole family's life. I mean, you know what? If you're that shit of a parent, then good for you. But more so, I think that it kind of is like a a wake-up call to other parents mainly. To be like... Hey, look, this woman in Texas you, you did know what, that. You know what I think? You don't want to be in that situation because her whole you life. You know, what, is I can ruined. I can totally see her attitude. It's this is like something might have happened to me as a child. Oh like, yeah, like, like she totally probably pulled a Karen move and went. Like, well, I did that as a, I had to walk five miles home from school and nobody cared like, about me. Because yeah, because I think so in the seventies. So half a mile got like, to I'm do? Not, I don't know how old this woman was. I'm sorry, like in the seventies, yeah. eighties. I don't think child protection laws were that, like, strong yesterday. No, I don't think they were. Like, teachers didn't care. But I think that... Because, like, I hear this a lot from, like, my parents' generation is, all you guys, like, all you kids are, like, you get everything so soft. Yeah, you you get everything handed to you on a Everything is, like, you, like, protected from all all around. Like, us, like, we, we had to toughen up. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I don't think that's a good thing for you. The world is a lot scarier now than it used to be. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, they realistically, the worst thing that could happen to them is that they could get kidnapped. Obviously, like, maybe, like, murdered or whatever the fuck, right? But, but the realistic were there would be a white van that would pull up next to them and, like, kidnap them, right? Yeah. That was kind of what they needed to be scared of. Whereas we have phones. Cyberbullying. There's cyberbullying. There's child trafficking. There's sexual trafficking. I mean, child trafficking was always a thing, I think. Yeah, but now it's it's like not even just a car pulls up to you and kidnaps you. Now it's also like, oh, they're going to get to you through social media. Yeah. 
they're gonna get to they're gonna you. make you go there they're gonna make you go there yourself they are the, the world now is so much more scary than what it used to be not to mention that now there's like tvs and maybe things were scary before but now it's like more knowledgeable like everyone's more aware of it right yeah you get notifications on your phone about child trafficking oh this kid got abducted right like madeline mccann got abducted murdered killed we don't know right but like we know about it reality is that like i don't know 40 years ago she would have got abducted and she probably would have been, would have in, been in, like two she would have been in local news and that would really be it right they wouldn't, wouldn't have been like international it wouldn't level. be so international it would to be have been fair, like, i haven't heard of her since before i came to the uk oh that was a that was a netflix documentary about her a couple of years ago um fair enough but like yeah i don't know what, what's going on they are still doing the investigation it was clearly the parents um but whatever really yeah. Thanks. I don't know, honestly. I, I don't follow that. It was clearly the parents. Or fair. at least based on the documentary, documentary, it's clearly the parents. Fair enough. But like the reality is that like things now are being broadcasted. Like we are more aware of the fact that the world is fucking petrifying. And like you need to look after your kids at any point and at every point. Like there's so so many people who want to harm. Yeah, like now this whole thing with like pedophiles being called like child like child attracted individuals or something no they are pedophiles like there's a, now like a name for them because pedophile is like too mean it's so now too neg- called... it has a negative no they and are what they are they are what they end are. off right but like but there's... you know you know what you know what the problem is I feel that just with this the word pedophile. I feel that it has a very strong meaning that, like, strong implication that it is a man. I agree. It it does not mean that. No, no. It yeah, the word has very masculine connotations yeah, it to does. it. Um, that's true. I mean, they they now have like a oh, it's there's it's I'm gonna Google it. It's something like fucking child attracted individual or something. It's fine. But yeah, honestly, I just thought I'd bring this whole topic up because I found it like, oh, it's an interesting case for sure. Because there's like multiple points of view you can view, like views that you can view. Like you can sort of understand the parents. Oh, it's called, like, it's called a, a minor attracted person, which is a polite way of calling someone a disgusting fucking waste of life pedophile who deserves to die in a fucking fire. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. Really? Yeah. Urban Dictionary. Nice. <laughs> like, it's disgusting. But, like, the reality is that we are now more aware that the the world is fucking yeah. petrifying. Yeah. I mean, even, like, I, I talked to my boyfriend, like, two years back, a year back, where he mentioned wanting to, like, move to America, right? The American dream. The, the income, the life there. It's better. Yeah. Everything's better. And like, sure, some aspects are cool, but I don't think I could have a family in America. 
knowing that every time I send my child to school, that can be the last time I see my because child. Because there's a school shooter. Because there's a school shooting. Have you seen the amount of school shootings that happen in America? It's insane. It's petrifying. Like, like the scariest thing that happened in the UK in schools was like 2016 when there was that whole uh, clown thing going on and like people dressed up as clowns and like ran after kids with like fucking like knives and shit i don't know how many people got harmed but like that was the the scariest thing that happened it was hey be careful there are clowns i like i, I never understood school shooters right so what's going on in your mind like you are a grown ass man or woman or a woman a grown ass person a grown ass person right and then you go and like I'm gonna murder some kids today. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, like why is cool? Like, did you because that's also did, did it because what some, I'm like, confused about. Did, did it because like some like random geography teacher failed you or like a math teacher failed you? And you have like a childhood trauma from school and you wanna like make sure that nobody goes through so like you kill everybody or like you wanna just cause more trauma so like everybody is like you. Like, I never understood. Why schools? Like, you know what? If you went to, like, a public place, right? Just, like, let's say, like, a square and started shooting. That wouldn't be any better, in my opinion. Yeah. But at least, you, like, you wouldn't be targeting innocent kids. No, I You would be targeting innocent people. Like, kids is so much worse, in my opinion. Yeah, because they are... Kids, like literally, have yeah, they have anything. nothing. They have nothing to even protect themselves with. Yeah, I mean, the thing that petrifies me is like, and I understand there are there are countries who have earthquake drills in school, right? Which is, you know, hey, makes there's sense. an earthquake. Makes, makes what we're going to practice sense. this, like, usually island right? countries, right? Like yeah. Japan, like Japan, like China has them as well. Like where you're going to practice. Earthquake drills like in we school. we have fire drills as well. And we have fire drills and we practice those. In America, they have to practice fucking school shootings. Can you believe that? Like, we, like my, my mom, she's got a, her best, like one of her best friends. She is a, a teacher in America. In, in a school, um, it's, it's a mainstream school, um, I think. But she works in a classroom with children with learning difficulties and disabilities. So most of her kids, ADHD, like autism, dyslexia, like kids who realistically, if you tell them that we need to practice a a school shooting. They don't understand. They won't understand. They won't understand. And they will struggle and they don't really know what's going on. If you tell them to be quiet, well, I mean, how can an ADHD kid be quiet for such a long period of time? Like, you're telling a kid with autism to hide under a chair or hide under a table or hide in somewhere and they don't really understand why. And she, I talked to her about it recently and she said something like, I am petrified of every school shooting possibility that we have in school. Because the reality is, my class is going to be the first to go. Like, she was like, I am in the most vulnerable classroom. She she said, I, she was like... And that's on on the school, I believe. Like, that's on the school, like, you shouldn't put your most vulnerable people 
in your most vulnerable location. I mean, the reality is that she's not in like the most vulnerable location, but just because like she's in a classroom right. with with children with disabilities of various disabilities of various difficulties. Like for example, and, a like, dyslexic kid would understand. A like, dyslexic kid might understand, but like a kid who like like an has autism, severe yeah, autism, he's like non-verbal. So, like, doesn't talk and you tell the kid, like, we need to hide under a table now and we need to be quiet. Kid's like, I don't know what the fuck you want from me, woman. What, like, just, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Or, like, like she literally talked to me and she said, like, yeah, I, I have issues. I have, like, kids in wheelchairs. I mean, how am I supposed how to... How you hide a wheelchair? How am I supposed to hide four kids in four wheelchairs in like 30 seconds. I mean, sure, it's easy to, you know, tell some of the kids to go under the table. How am I going to hide four wheelchairs? Four wheelchair users who physically can't get out of the wheelchair. How am I going to do that? Like, she literally said, like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to do this. And she prays every day that she goes to work. Please don't there be a fucking yes. school shooting. See, because my class is the first to go. Like, she said, I'm not even in, like, the most vulnerable place. She is, but she said that that's kind of every classroom is because she has two doors in her classroom. Right. So she has the, the door to get in the classroom, but then she also has a door to get to the outside, like to the playground. Ah. And it's a glass door. I see. And like she said, yeah, I mean, every, most of the classrooms have that anyway. So that doesn't make my classroom So if someone more... gets into the garden, the playground, it's game over. Yeah, but she said, like, you know, it doesn't make my classroom more vulnerable than the classroom next door. But my students make my classroom more, more vulnerable, vulnerable. Yeah, than the, the people next door, makes right? Because she's like, well, how am I going to manage, you know, such a group of kids? And also, like, she doesn't really have support. Like, it's just her. Obviously, she doesn't have a class of 30 children. But yeah. her class is big enough where... She doesn't need the support, but if there is a school shooting, I mean, her class is the first to go, realistically, yeah. because she's not really able to do all of the preparations that she needs to do. Yeah, it's, it's insane. That's why I, I wanted to, like, was like, oh, yeah, I'll go to America. And then I thought about it for, like, a bit, and I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to be killed myself. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like... Like, yeah, kids, horrible school shootings, but like, even me, like, let's say I have a family there, and then I just turned right, and someone didn't like how I walk on the street. Or you, you looked a little off, right? You or looked I, I looked them up a little, and... like, I look, like, I, I, I'm sleep deprived, sleep, sleep deprived. I didn't sleep well for like a week, and I look suspicious. Yeah. And then someone can just shoot me, you look suspicious. Realistically, it's not going to be the police because you're white. I'm white, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be the police. Yeah. It also doesn't mean it's not going to be a gangster. I mean, don't get like, me wrong. The fact that the UK's police the, the can can't carry firearms. Yeah. the The worst thing that they have is batons. A right? baton. Yeah. But I they think, have like um. I think some like some of tasers. Them have tasers. Not all of them. I think you. I think they like. I think basic patrol officers only have batons. Yeah. And pepper spray. I don't even know about. They pepper have pepper spray. spray. 
No, no, they don't have pepper spray. I don't think you can have pepper spray. No, they don't have pepper spray because I had a friend stopped once in the UK and like uh, a venue search. Yeah, I'm and pretty her pepper sure spray, you can't pepper spray pepper taken spray. away is because you can overpower a police officer yeah. just because they can't carry things like that. Yeah. So their worst thing is a baton. So they can hit you a couple of times, but they can't shoot you. Yeah. Like if they need like, and, like police don't that get me firearms. Wrong. They have police hit firearms. Oh, they do, but there's but like it's special a SWAT, like it's special, like special forces. forces yeah. yeah, no, don't get me wrong. The fact that the police's strongest weapon is a baton doesn't make me feel safe, really, but makes me feel a little safer than like knowing that the policeman can be an absolute fucking dick and shoot whoever he fucking wants for whatever reason, like. Like, in America, they just... Because they have guns, they're like, I am the law, and you will obey like, me, and if you don't I've obey me... I've heard this multiple times. America is like, shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, literally. And I don't, I don't stand by that. I think that the police, they should have a form of being able to... Overpower, overpower you. you without killing you. Yeah. So, like, sure, taser me. Like... If, I'm, spray if or... I'm doing something wrong where you feel the need to shoot me, how about you taser me instead? Yeah. Like, I think I would much rather be, be electrocuted fair. like that than be fucking killed. Yeah, to be fair, like, I don't know if this is just my observation, observation, but the fact that UK police doesn't have lethal weapons on them, patrol, patrol officers, yeah. officers, right? Uh... I think the amount of gun violence, because you can get a gun here. Mm-hmm. You need to pass requirements, but you can get a gun. It's really difficult. To it's get difficult. A gun. It's super difficult. It's quite difficult, but you can get like if you're a hunter, you can get a gun. Yeah, but it's very difficult to get a license for that. But anyway, right. The point is, you can still get. The point is, I that there's the the amount of gun violence is not nearly as much as in the U- U.S. Like, there is still gun violence, but, I mean, you don't hear everybody, like, every day, like, somebody getting shot. It's more like somebody's getting stabbed. Stab violence is, a, is an issue in the UK, mm-hmm. I think. Like, more than gun violence. I'm not sure what you think. Sorry, I'm, I'm Googling how to get a gun license in the UK. Do I know? Uh... There's two types. Yeah. There's a firearm license and a shotgun license. Yeah, I think the shotgun is for the hunters. Um, so if your gun is not classed as a shotgun, you'll need to apply for a firearms certificate. Um, you cannot possess a shotgun under a firearms certificate. Which is vice good. versa. Like the point is, there is no restrictions. Oh. Having a license does not actually allow you to carry what you have the license for as you please. So, you can only carry it so in, in the situation. UK, you need a license to possess a firearm in question. You will also need to transport it from place to place, such as gun range uh, and storage location. And it will need to be proven that you need your rifle on a regular basis for the purpose of work, sports or leisure. And that's for the UK firearms certificate. There's so much into this. Like, there's a form you need to fill in. Like, you, need the, to, you have to pass background checks, proper background To checks. obtain your certificate, the police will 
will be carrying out the checks and verifications needed to satisfy the, that A, you can be trusted with a firearm and, not pro and are not prohibited from possessing one for any reason. Two, the reason you have given for purchasing or, per or possessing a firearm is good enough. Three, your possession of the firearm or, or ammunition will not be a danger to public safety or peace. And four, you do not have a criminal record. So basically, there are like quite a lot of rigorous restrictions on this. Yeah, and that's, that's just for the, a firearms thing. Like, I feel like that is one of the limiting factors in gun, gun violence. But also the fact is, I think, in generally speaking, what I've noticed is police is, even though they don't carry firearms, they are still relatively respected in the UK. Like if a police officer stops you, you stop regardless. Yeah. Like, they don't need to, like, be scary or threatening you. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I feel like that they have, like, a certain amount of respect regardless. Yeah, there's a there's an authority to them without actually having a gun. Having a gun. Yeah. yeah like the gun doesn't give the authority. Yeah. Like I feel in the US it's a lot a lot of cases like the gun gives the authority. Yeah. And it doesn't. And like obviously there's a lot of people that will say like, oh I am pro gun or oh I am I'm against guns. Uh my reality is that I think that in order to get a gun, the person needs to go through very vigorous testings. You and should. Very like vigorous. Psychological tests. Yeah, like, I. Like, you should be deemed not psychologically unstable. Like, realistically, if you have depression, you should not be allowed to have Agreed. a gun. If you have, like, any sort of mental problems, that should be. Uh, an instant an no. An instant no is like, listen, you have. A, a disease like I went through like a phase where I was like pretty depressed and honestly at point like like anything can happen nothing can happen yeah. to me I I didn't dwell in that deep but like there are people who like get depressed and get so desperate that they just want attention and they will just shoot somebody yeah like, or shoot themselves or shoot themselves like they cause harm they yeah, do that, that should be an instant exclusion i agree and like i i think that like in addition to all of that like i think that they need to they need to really test like why do you need the gun like if you don't need it then reality is you don't need it and then i'm not going to give you the the license for it like in the uk you need to provide why you need the like why you want the license yeah and they need to deem that like they, an acceptable can, reason. Like, they can tell you that, oh, if you just want to use it for sports, go to, go to a gun range where you can get a gun. Yeah. Like, they, you don't need your own. Yeah, like... If you're will... a hunter, that's a different question because you probably use it for hunting. Yeah, like, for your work. If you use it for your work, then sure. But like, there's there's so much like that where it's just like... I think or like, you know, that... military, they probably have, like... They probably do, yeah. Um... But then again, just because you are in the army and had access to a gun, that doesn't, doesn't mean actually that you mean can actually carry it publicly. That you can carry it publicly, yeah. You would still have to apply for it. Yeah. And you would still have to provide a reason. Why do you need the gun? Yeah. And they still need to accept that. And they might not. And and I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Like, 100%. just, I don't know, guns petrify. And I don't think that just a, we have a random... Home. 
guy should have access to it. My dad has an air gun. Right. Because we used to do target like things, but it's the thing is it used to be in like the um, what is it the the not cellar just like a storage room. Right. I think it used to be in a storage room. The thing is, since my brother has been born, in order to avoid any sort of accident, I think it has been put on the attic. Fair enough. So it's like my dad is like. No, I'm not even taking it out. I haven't even had bought bullets in years. Like, not, not bullets. It's like, you know, like tiny little, like, pellets. Pellets. Pellets, yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't even bought those because I'm not going to risk your bro- bro- brother shooting somebody or shooting, like, himself by accident. Yeah. And anyway, on the place where we used to do target practice, now we have a pool. Right. So... There's literally, literally no place to do it anymore. And obviously we wouldn't want it to fall into the pool. Yeah. Because that would be pretty bad. Yeah. Or damage the pool itself. So it makes sense that it's now no longer in use. But, I mean, yeah. I, I just don't understand why gun, like, like people need guns in America. And like, I like, I love these protests when they... Was it Virginia? West Virginia? When like the Democrats governor wanted to introduce that you can only get one gun a month and then a whole lot of republicans went to protest with like full like military armor like you can buy that stuff you can buy heavy metal jackets oh just the fact that you can go into walmart and buy a fucking machine gun is absurd to me like you can go into a shop buy and then it's like not just that you can get bulletproof vests and and stuff like that and then they went bulletproof vests Machine gun strapped to the back, two pistols, and then a machine gun in hand. And this is how most people were dressed, and they were real guns. And they were like, you can't take away my gun. And then Russell Howard, the British comedian, made yeah. this like joke that America is the only country where your guns lost for a shorter period of time than your data pa- mobile data package. Like, how is that an issue that you can only get... 12 guns a year. Why would you need a new gun every month? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Like, like honestly, if I would have even been, like, I'm outraged that it wasn't one gun a year. Yeah. Like, that would have been much more reasonable. Like, yeah, you can buy a pistol. And if you didn't like it, tough luck, you can get one next year. Yeah. Yeah, no, but Like, again, you shouldn't be able to buy it just because. Like, and it's like, oh, the Constitution, it, it gives us this right. And I'm like, and the Constitution cannot be changed. And I'm like, it can and it has been. Yeah. Have you heard of these things called amendments? Yeah. Like. No, I just, it's, it's petrifying to me. It's I mean, because the arms industry is so massive in the US and they're like supporting politicians. They, they have a massive lobby. No, I mean, I get that. Right? But then again, it's like. I don't know if you've ever seen these adverts, but they're like adverts for school backpacks, which have like a bulletproof layer in case the child is in harm, that they can literally wear the backpack as a oh, bulletproof oh, vest. That's insane. The fact that parents The fact that this to, exists. The fact that parents need to buy that in order to feel a the, little the better about sending their kids to school. It's petrifying. The fact like, that it exists, the fact that this product exists, 
is petrifying. Like, yeah, I would literally like it's it's more common in America to homeschool than it is in the UK. I mean, it in, is in also Europe like it is also like a bit like you can homeschool your kid if you wanted to, but the the majority of parents they will go into like actual schools, right? Uh, whereas in America, it's more common, obviously for schools, but you hear about a lot of kids getting homeschooled, and it's it's not weird, it's not bizarre. Some kids just get homeschooled. I fully support that in, in America, America because yeah, I mean, like I mean, you wouldn't need to put your like. You Why would, would I put my that... child at risk every day, like for yeah. fucking so many months, right? Yeah. If exactly. I could just like, if I could just literally keep them at home, I know they are safe at home because yeah. I have my eye on them all the time, and I don't have a gun, so I'm not gonna just fucking randomly shoot my kid in the face. Although it's, it's... if they fuck with me, I might know I'm joking. <laughs> but like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't. It's, it's, it's that awful. doesn't sit right with me. It really doesn't. I mean, to be fair, like it's also like. Homeschooling is also not that good because you're basically cutting the kid away from social activities. And you stuff. don't have to cut them out from social activities. But there are you, so many you, clubs like that your kids is, can go to. School is social. I mean, yeah, so well... I noticed this during COVID with my little brother. Is that he became more arrogant and more annoying and yeah, unbearable. Yeah, but he couldn't leave the house at all. Yeah, right? he couldn't leave the house at all. Right. Which, that was the problem. Which is why he was the way that he was. Yeah. Whereas... The idea with homeschooling is, yeah, you are, are being taught at home, but that doesn't mean that that is just your life. Like, there are kids that are being homeschooled that go to dance practice, to True. football practice. True. That, like, I mean, like go to all like... these clubs, they go and meet kids, they go to playgrounds, they meet, they are surrounded by children. The only difference is that instead of being sat in a classroom, where the reality is that the education system isn't that great, in America, yeah. And the America and is like it's is horrible. The, so, the basic education. Yeah, so the reality is that like if you might my actually kid, be better off homeschooling. Yeah, if my I, kid I get is, your point. I see your point, yeah. Like if my kid is gonna go to school, get distracted by fucking dickhead Kyle in the back back row of the classroom. And he's gonna just, have a horrible time. He's just messing that. about the whole lesson and isn't being taught anything. And the teacher instead of teaching us to deal with stupid Kyle in the back and I'm sorry, I might as well teach my kid at home. And like... And I probably will be able to give a better education. I can probably do a better job. Yeah. And even if I can't, I mean, I'll... It'll probably be a better fucking education than what the education system actually provides. And at least every day of my child's life, my child is safe. And I don't have to pray to God that I come to school at the end of the day to... A fucking child that is still alive. Fair enough. That's petrifying. Can you imagine the phone calls that parents get from their kids? Like, I've heard, like, I snippets where a child is, like, calling their parent, being like, Hi, I know you're at work, so you can't answer the phone, so I'm leaving you a voicemail. Uh, but basically, there's, there's a shooter in my school right now, and I'm hiding in a cubicle in the bathroom and uh, I just want to tell you I love you and I just want to tell you that I love you in case I don't make it you know because I'm literally in a fucking cubicle like have you seen American cubicles there's no privacy the fucking gaps are like huge like and there's there's voicemails like parents are receiving voicemails like imagine you're in a meeting you can't answer your phone call and that could be the last time you spoke to your child 
devastating. It's awful. It's, it's just, just so awful. You know, there's just so much death in America. So much death. I mean, there's so much death around the world. But like, like so much unnecessary death. Like obviously, there's there's countries where that like, that are getting bombed every day. And oh my god, I can't imagine raising, giving birth to a child in a country where. Like Ukraine I don't know, right now. Like Ukraine right now, I could not. Like yeah. just the thought that I'm like. I mean, first of all, why would anyone want to have sex in a country that's being bombed every day? Unless that's your king. Unless that's your king, go for it. But like, why would you? Also, why would you want to be pregnant in a situation like that? That's your and king. why would you? Why would you raise a like? Why would you give birth to a child? It's like you at any point your house can get fucking bombed. Yeah. You could be lying in hospital giving birth to your child, and a bomb could fall on your head. Yeah. Like, even by mistake. Even by mistake. I mean, literally. Two missiles accidentally fell in Poland and killed two people. Yeah. These people were not even at war. They weren't even expecting it. And it was like... It was an accidental two missiles. And it got fucking, like, killed two people. Yeah. Can you imagine a country where literally bombs are falling every day and you give birth to a child? It's insane. It's just... I just don't understand. Yeah, there's so like, much so much unnecessary death in this world. Really? Yeah. Honestly, it's just... And it makes me so sad. It is. I'm like I'm so fortunate that I live where I live, Same. and like that I, I don't have to worry about idiots running around with guns, and I don't have to worry about bombs falling from the sky. Yeah. Right now, at least. But the reality is that like that's the case for a lot of people, and it's really scary. Yeah. It makes me really sad. Yeah. You know what else is really sad? What. The mouse that was found in the shoe. I was literally just about to transition to that speaking of death. <laughs> so, uh, just Can a we... bit of a, on a lighter topic, I guess. I don't know if it's a lighter topic or not. Okay. It's a, certainly a funnier one. Yeah, okay. So, we need to start this off with... We... Have mice. We have mice. We don't understand where from. I don't it might think... be from the neighbours. It might be from the neighbours. I don't know. But essentially... Um, there was there was a mouse situation in the living room where a mouse just like ran from one side of the living room to the other side of the living room and then just like disappeared. And like we couldn't find it, but the mouse ate the cheese uh, that we left trying to catch it. Um, and like it kind of we kind of forgot about the mouse kind of thing for a while. And then we, we put like, out traps. We put out traps. They were they were humane traps. We weren't gonna like kill the mouse. Like the whole point, the mouse goes in and gets trapped inside. Like a door slams behind it, basically. Yeah, and it's not like a doesn't doesn't be. It doesn't hurt the, yeah. the mouse. It just catches the mouse so that we can dispose of the mouse. Like there is an air hole for it, so it can breathe. Yeah, like it's 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 a humane way to catch the to catch a mouse. So then, one day, we're casually cooking, and the mouse runs across the kitchen. And I say, oh, there's our little friend. Yeah, we named him. I can't remember what the name was. <sighs> it wasn't Jeff. Jeff was our first one two years ago. Three years ago. Wasn't it something like Jimmy? No. Joffrey? Jeffrey? No, 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 no. It wasn't it? I had Bob last year. Oh. Either way. Either way. We, we, like, had, we had, a, he had a silly name. He had a silly name. Whatever. Uh, we ended up catching him, and um, 
Mark and Akash disposed of him in the park. Yes. Because we didn't really want to put him in the garden because obviously then... It can come back. The mouse can just come back. So we made him, like, we took him to the park. It and was like, a 10 minute walk. It was, it's not even 10 minutes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, like, we literally have a park, like, round the corner. So the guys took him to the park, disposed of the, of the mouse, and we forgot about the mouse. Because we thought there was only one mouse that we had to deal well, with. Well, like, we didn't forget, but we didn't see any more indicators that there was another one. That there was another one. Like, yeah, we, we were alert for a couple of days and we were like, oh, there doesn't seem to be any more. Yeah, so we got rid of the mouse traps. Did we actually? Uh, I think so. I oh, know actually, we got rid of the poison. We got rid of... The poison on the floor. Uh, uh, well, In the kitchen for sure. Because maybe. now the bar cart is there. Uh, either way, either way. We were not concerned about the mouse anymore. And then, yesterday, Akash is getting ready to go to work. And it's cold season now. So, the winter shoes came out. Well, didn't really come out. They were in in our, like, mudroom. Uh, and Akash is about to proceed to put his shoes on. And notices a dead mouse in his shoe. Um... And we kind of, like, realised a couple of, like, when we moved in and, like, Akash started going to work, that, like, the the area, like, from the front door to our, like, second front door, like, gets really stinky from all of, like, the shoes that are in there. And also, like, we all kind of, like, at that point, other than Akash, didn't really leave the house. Yeah. So we weren't really using our shoes as much, so they didn't. Our shoes didn't really like stink, but obviously Akash was spending twelve hours in his shoes, so his shoes smelled worse than ours did, which is understandable. Yeah, right? it's very understandable. It completely makes sense. Like now, when I fucking put my shoes on, sometimes I'm like, "Fuck!" Like should probably I don't know do something about these shoes because they stink, right? Which is again understandable. I'm wearing them, so obviously they're gonna smell. Um, so we, we had the, like, we now have this thing where, like, we close the two doors at night, but then the second front door gets open in the day. So, like, the shoes to, get like, air. So, like, like air. so we air out that area because it's literally, like, walking into, like... It's a gas chamber. A gas chamber. It fucking yeah. smells so bad. Um, I mean, it's, it's a good, like, uh, first defense for burglars. Like, you oh, yeah, burglars, definitely. Burglar comes through, it's like, oh, not here. Yeah, like, it <laughs> fucking smells so bad. It was worse when it was sunny. It was worse when it was sunny. Yeah. Now that it's like cold it's and bad. like rainy and dark outside, it's not that bad. It doesn't bad. get that hot. Because it doesn't get hot. Yeah, because it was literally like a hot box in there. It was fucking awful. Anyway, so Akash finds the mouse in his, in his shoe. Um, and, and what's hilarious is the mouse is like, it's it's a dead mouse. Yeah, like it's And then the dead. mouse is like lying on its back. With his legs up. legs up, yeah, literally. It's like, that is how I imagine an animal die. Yeah, and like... Like, you know, it's like the comic animal death. Co- like yeah, literally. Like a cartoon death. Literally, like, on your back, like, legs up kind of thing. Yeah. Traumatising, honestly. Um, I hope Akash has washed his shoes, but I don't I think know. he did, I think he did. Um, but obviously he didn't put the shoes on that day to go to work. Which is great. I would have honestly bullied him so much if he did. I would have thrown out those shoes, not gonna lie to you. Um, but 
Yeah, uh, we kind of joked that uh, his his shoes stink so bad that the mouse like walked in to the shoe, sniffed once, took one sniff, and fucking <laughs> died. Um, which is a little funny. It's a li- it little, makes, little mean. It, it's a little mean, but I think it makes the situation a little better. Consider like than like being, I don't know because the mouse fucking died. And I think that like putting a little comedic action into it and being like the mouse died because it sniffed your fucking shoes is a little funny. Yeah. Like it makes it a little better, I think. It does, um, I think it does. But yeah, R.I.P. Mouse. Um it's really sad. It is. But I mean, probably also like There's probably like natural selection. I mean, why would you fucking like if you if you went into your fuck you know into somebody's shoe, considering that you can probably smell that shoe from fucking miles away, uh, it's on you. <laughs> yeah. Like, natural selection. I don't know. Like. Yeah, I get. I get it. I get it. It just had to be. Um, but to to actually lighten the mood, uh, I'm I'm adding a I'm adding a section to the podcast. Okay. Uh, it's a hashtag not an ad. I hope you like it, Mark. Hashtag not an ad. But uh, okay, cool. Well, we can do it. Are we've been sure? we've been playing a new game, and uh, we we talked about HelloFresh. Still not an ad. Um, I wish it was an ad. I wish it was an ad. I love HelloFresh. Should we just name it instead of hashtag not an ad? I wish it was an ad. Oh, sure. I wish it was an ad. <laughs> um, but we've been playing this game, and it's called Just Act Natural. And I'm not going to lie to you, it's my new favourite game. It is really fun. It is so good. But we don't play it with enough people to make it very fun. I think it needs like a good 10 people. Like it's a good party game. Like it's a good party game. Like I really want to invite loads of people so we can play Just Act Natural because it's so good. Um, But yeah, essentially it's a game where you have NCPs. Is that what it's called? NPCs. Non-playable characters. Or non-player characters. Oh, okay. I don't know games. NPC. I just I just knew it's got an N, a P, and a C in the in the word. I don't really know the NCP order. is the National Car Park, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why it made sense in my head. I was like, I've seen that word before. <laughs> okay, well. Like you can see that multiple places, like next to your university. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, to be fair, NCPs are popular all around the UK. They're literally yeah. everywhere. Anyway, non-playable characters. So you get non-playable characters, and the essential point of the game is that you, as a playable character, need to pretend that you are a non-playable character, and there's, like, a sniper up in the sky who basically tries to shoot the playable characters. Right? Is that... Does that explain yeah, the game well enough? Yeah, it's a character, yeah. Not playable. So... It's fine. That's essentially the, the, the part of the game. And uh, it's really fun. And it's free. I mean, there are multiple modes as well. They are, yeah. Uh, we've. Recently, I like the duck one. I like the duck one. We've recently unlocked a couple of new modes because um, our friend who is too far away to love. God uh, bless you. He is in a great country where money is funny money. <laughs> and therefore, he can buy games like that because... They literally cost him like 10 pence and I mean, it's not like it, it costs an arm and a leg in the UK because it's literally like five pounds. Yeah. So it wasn't like 
the worst, but it cost him like ten pence. Nothing, yeah, basically. So, um, so he bought the like the full version. So we we managed to unlock a couple of new modes, and uh, we've been really really enjoying it. And everybody needs to download it. Honestly, it's a really fun game. Yeah, because because it's free. It's, you might as well. It's and, like it's on Steam. Yeah, you and should like. It's great, and it's such a good game to play with friends, because yeah. like there's there's a little bit like there's some teamwork, but there's also like a bit of rivalized rivalry. Uh, there's like See, I never saw the teamwork in that game. I just my aim is, I'm going to mess with others. I'm 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 for my, I'm for myself. Like if I'm on the team where like I have to collect the diamonds or something like that, I like everybody's for themselves. And I oh, know on the diamond the... one I am, but like you know on the the one with there uh, where you have to like kill the kings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that one, that one's technically a teamwork. Technically, game. that's a teamwork. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is that someone's gonna fuck you over anyway, and then you're dead, and then you're you're because playing... technically you're still getting, collecting individual points. I mean, yeah, but like. You're supposed. It's supposed to be more of a team working game. Yeah, but I think you get Cause but more your points te- for stabs, right? Yeah, but the whole point is to kill all of the nobles. Yeah. And like, if you don't have all of your teammates, in quotations, it's more difficult. Then it's more difficult, and then you win by killing them all. So you might as well work as a team to kill all the nobles. Yeah. Right? Makes more sense. But uh, the reality is that uh, my boyfriend will just... Um, mess with everybody. Mess with everybody. And then so everybody... And then, ev- and then so does Mark. And then everybody dies. Uh, actually, that's just, that's a lie. And then Alex dies. And then nobody wants to save Alex. Uh, and it's really sad. <laughs> I, I honestly think I only won that game like twice. I, I don't think I've reached anything better than a second. No, you've won... Like once at least. No, I no, think. no. What I mean is like on the. On the you mean at the end? Yeah. Screen. No, no, no. I was never on the. the really. Never won it. Fair enough. I, I I'm I not good, I really... but I really enjoyed the game. I'm not good at it. Fair enough. It seems yet. like you're so much better at the game than me. And yet, uh, to be fair, I've only won twice, and both times I didn't play with you. So. Fair enough. But when I've been playing with you, I've been fourth. So. You're better than me, which nice. is great. No, I love the game, and uh, all of our listeners, please go and. We don't get anything out of this, but it is an amazing game. I mean, you, you know what? Play. You know what? We we can get out of this. Hmm? New friends who are willing to play with us. Oh my god! Yes, if you guys play Just Act Natural, let us know. We will totally play with you. Yes, we need new friends. We need new friends, and like it's the game is so much better with a with a group. So. Yeah. Uh. Have you got anything else that you want yes, to talk about? Yes, I do actually. Speaking of gaming, mm-hmm. there is another free game we recently tried. It's called Identity 5. Oh, yeah. And oh my god, this game, like, it's not even, like, just, I know, I know you, you were upset about the tutorial. I was upset about other things as well. I, I mean, me too. So, let's start. When you download the game on your computer, there is a it's process. a computer game. There is right? a, but a process. It's also available on iOS and Android. So you download the game. And Which then, you don't even download it from like Steam or like Epic. Because it's on like... You software. have to go onto That's its we- the website and like, download it from the website. 
That's okay though. Like I wasn't upset about that. Oh, I was. I was really upset about the whole downloading and getting the game process. I was, I was furious. I was upset that it was. It took then after I installed the game, it took like another ten minutes to just download the patches. But that's still like okay, you know what? Downloading once, fine. Yeah, but then then it, then it told you to download the yeah, app once, on once, your phone. Once it downloads all the patches, it tells you to like, oh, you can't log in from com- the computer. I'm like, what? You need to download uh, the app, which is two gigabytes on your phone. It's a game that's two gigabytes. Can I just tell you, I have four gigabytes to spare on my phone. I do- I deleted so many things on my phone in order to download the fucking game. And the game still didn't want to download. And it got to the point where I was just like, you know what, I fucking, I give up. I don't want this game anymore. Like, I I deleted so much shit that I, like, didn't want to delete. But I was like, I need to delete it because I need the space. You will never open the app again after looking in. Yeah. So, my boyfriend, he ended up logging out of his Google Play. Yeah. Logging me in and so that you... I would log in on his thing. Yeah. And then it worked, and I was just like, this is so stupid. This like, is stupid, yeah. So stupid. And then you get to the game. And there is. A tutorial. A tutorial. And then there is a story when there is this, this detective trying yeah. to unravel things. Yeah, he And like... I'm like, I think that has nothing to do with the actual gameplay. Right, and as you're playing the tutorial, you actually realize it's got nothing to do with the actual gameplay. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's a detective game, and it's like, no, I was like, oh no, it's like this game where there's like four survivors and they need to work together to escape this like clown. Yeah, and then, and then it's just a creepy game because when this clown gets closer to you, there's this like intense a heartbeat, heart pounding, heartbeat. Yeah. Then it's just like, I'm not a fan of horror as a genre. I don't like it. Like, it, it, it just causes me unnecessary stress. Right. Which I understand that that is kind of the point, right? Like, it's the it point like is that an like, indicator that the thing is nearby, which is good. But... Which is good, yeah, because I think I would much rather know that that thing is close. It gets louder and faster yeah. the closer the, pers- the, yeah. the monster thing is. Um, but, yeah. Didn't make me feel good. And, like, I have anxiety in general. So, like, that game made me more anxious. And I was just like, I don't enjoy this. And then the tutorial takes, like, an hour to complete because of the stupid story. I was, for, like, I played a thing for, like, a good 20 minutes. And I was, I'm not sure which scene I was on. It didn't tell me. I was doing the, I finished after my first run as the monster. Right. Okay. So that was like scene three, I think. Scene three. So I got to scene six. Yeah. There's sixteen scenes. And it's ridiculous. And I and I played for about an hour. And I was on scene six. But then again, I'm not very good at gaming, so it took me probably longer than it should. But like the thing is, but like, right with just the fact that it, a tutorial boy, I, and like after we both deleted the game, for like, I deleted it. I didn't delete it, it's still on my laptop. I, I deleted it from both my phone and from my laptop. Uh your boyfriend tells me that, oh, apparently there is a little button at the beginning to skip the tutorial. Yeah, he googled it. And, like, he read on Reddit that there, there's apparently a tiny little button on the screen that's clearly not obvious at all. But, like, usually, to like, not usually do I, tutorial. when I play a new game, 
I like to go for at least a little bit of a tutorial to right. understand I think how there the should game be, works. I think there should be in a... First of all, the tutorial should take like 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes is acceptable. Like, I did not need to do all of that to... Like, I understood the point of the fucking tutorial after doing the first one. Like, yeah. I was just like, cool, I understand the game. Like, I played as the survivor, and then I played once as the as the monster guy. And I understand And then that. I was like, cool, I understand. That's all but I apparently need to there do. is like, it's more complex. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how it can get more complex. There's not a lot more that you fucking need to do in that game. Like, you need to... There's There were the ciphers that you needed to do, and then... There was the the touchpad to get out, and then the rocket ship, and then the rocket chair, and that was it. That was that's the whole point of the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we probably won't be playing. It's uh, my boyfriend's like, oh, we should probably play because like it's actually really good. Uh, you guys aren't giving it a shot, but I just don't. I don't really enjoy horror movies. Well, well like actually, as well. I don't mind horror movies, but I don't like horror games. I don't like horror either way. Because, like, horror games, there's more possibilities for, like, unexpected scares. I hate jump scares. I don't like jump scares. And I just... Uh, games that are horror games just don't appeal to me. So, um, yeah, if you don't like horror things, don't download Identity 5. But, uh... If you are a thrill seeker, then that might be a game for you. I mean, I can see how it can be a good game for friends. Um, just don't do the fucking tutorial. You know, you, you know that like the issue is we have been like having this issue that oh we need a, a game that like more than four of us can play because we have a couple like couple of people who might join occasionally. Yeah. And, like none of the games we have is more than four players. We have just like natural is though. Well, yeah. Now we have just like natural. We had Stellaris, but Stellaris is a massive dedication of time. Yeah, I it's a good game. That. I really like the game. It's my one of my favorite games, but it's a massive dedication of time. And then we had we tried other games. I I I don't like it, or you guys don't like it. And then I feel like Just Like Natural is much better. Again, I think with this Identity Five is as well. You have it's a five player limit. I mean, yeah. Right, so it's like it sort of falls in the same situation. But yeah, I mean, how long have we been talking for now? We have been talking for two hours and two minutes, almost two hours and three minutes. Nice. Indeed. Shall we? Shall we put it to an end then? I think we should. I think uh, this establishes that we can have easily two-hour episodes. Yeah. Because this is our second two hours. Yeah, it's our second two hour episodes. If you listen through the previous one. Congrats. Congrats. We owe you a high five. Yep. And then you can come and claim it at us. Yeah. We will give it to you. Yeah, we will. Uh, Unless you are the friend who's too far to love, you will get a high five to the face. Yes. You know why. We love you, but you know why. You know why. And you know that I'm always prepared. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but we love you. We do. This is not actually. We're not actually threatening you. Obviously. Yeah. Um, right. Well, thanks for everyone for tuning in. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you guys next Saturday. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Sorry. It's the same day. Can you tell that I'm really tired? <laughs> I, I can tell you're really tired. Oh, it's like ten p.m. Okay, give me a break. Okay. It's been a long day today. Right. Um. So yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.